This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another unbiased, in-depth episode of The Drop Podcast. Our focus is on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other topics from around the NHL. So when the ref hands out that game misconduct penalty, tell him you don't care because you wanted to listen to the latest episode of The Drop anyway. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome back, everyone. It is The Drop Podcast, and I am your host, Lance Descott. Well, the Blues regular season isn't here. Heck, training camp isn't even here. But our young players have been playing down in Traverse City. I think they've been playing pretty hard, but we're not getting the results that we would like. And I've seen a lot of people starting to really fall apart over it. And I keep telling them, it's just a game, guys. It's a game between a team's prospects and another team's prospects. It doesn't mean the Blues prospects aren't as good or aren't going to be as good as the other team's prospects, such as the Hurricanes, which they lost to on Saturday 4-1. to Sorry, Friday 4-1. to There was a bright spot in that one. Jake Wallman, who I think is going to be a pretty good defenseman for the Blues a couple years down the road, got the only goal. There really wasn't a lot to talk about in that one. They would be taking on the Blue Jackets the next day, and the Blues did play much better in that game. I thought they cut down on their mistakes. I thought uh, goaltending was a little bit better. Uh, We got to see some good play by Eric Foley. That's the guy we got in trade for uh, Stasny to the Jets. And, you know, like I've said before, I don't think he's one of our top five prospects. But I think he could be a serviceable player and on a third or fourth line eventually down the road. Got some size. I believe he's around six foot, 185 pounds. He was able to uh, get a power play goal late in the first period. I thought he looked really good in this game, and I don't think he looked bad yesterday at all in this game. Tanner Kaspik scored against the Blue Jackets. We also got a goal just a couple minutes later from Jordan Cairo. I think Cairo's looked pretty good in both of these games. And then Jake Wallman added an assist, the guy that got the goal against the Carolina Hurricanes prospects, and Robert Thomas, the guy we're looking for in the future to be our number one center eventually. And I think he will eventually be that. Uh, He got an assist also. The Blues were able to tie this game. They fell behind uh, 3-1, to but they were able to come back and tie it at 3. But Columbus uh, got a power play goal. from uh, Garrett Cockrell, and it was 39 seconds just after uh, Jordan Cairo's goal. And then there would be an empty net goal to make it 5-3. to three. So guys, don't wig out. It is just a game between prospects. I don't think you can really tell a ton. I just like to see effort. You know, you don't want your team to get blown out 6 to nothing, 5 to nothing, And I think the guys are showing good effort. And as I said earlier, it doesn't mean that we're worse. Uh, when it comes prospect-wise to the Hurricanes or to the Blue Jackets. In fact, NHL Network just had the Blues in the top 10 when it comes to prospects for the team. I believe the Blues were number eight, if I'm not mistaken. So don't wig out. Don't get too depressed. These guys will be fine, whether it's with the Blues in the future, whether it's with the Blues this year and Thomas and maybe Kairu or whether it's with some of the guys that are going to play for the Rampage this year. Really looking forward to seeing some of these guys in the AHL, such as Eric Foley. I think he's going to do a pretty good job down there. 
And I think you're going to see him probably two years. If uh, things don't go right and people get injured, you may see him next year. But I think Foley's about a year and a half, two years away. Now, getting on another subject I wanted to touch on, every year the NHL Network comes out with their top 50 players, whether it's defensemen, whether it's uh, right wing, left wing, whether it's goalie, whatever, they come up with their top 50 players. I've watched up to number 30 so far. I have been very, very shocked. They had, sorry, or they have, Vladimir Tarasenko, who was ranked 14th last year. They have dropped him all the way down to 31st. I think that's a farce. I think Vladimir Tarasenko is going to prove them wrong. I honestly think he's going to be the top five in goals this year. And I think you're going to see some more assists from him also. I think uh, he's going to be an 80 to 100 point guy. If everything goes right, O'Reilly fits in well, Bozak fits in well, uh, Perron does what he normally does, 10 to 14 goals, 25 assists, 30 assists. I don't expect 50 assists from him like he had in Vegas last year. But if he can give us that, I think it's only going to help open things up for Tarasenko. It's going to open everything up for everybody. Uh, It's a farce in my mind because if you look, let's say since the 2014-2015 season, who has had the most even strength goals? A lot of you would say Sidney Crosby. A lot of you would say maybe Ovechkin. Uh, No, not correct. The forward that has had the most goals, even strength that is, since the 2014-2015 season is Vladimir Tarasenko. So how they can put him at number 31 is just beyond me. I I don't understand it one bit. I think it's another case of NHL network bias. And I don't want to talk anything else about that. You guys know my feelings about it. I think the Blues get shafted sometime. They have spoken well of the Blues this year. You know, for several weeks, it was mostly Tavares, 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 Tavares. Where's Carlson going? Where's Carlson going? And that's still that way. But they've had several nice pieces on the Blues recently. So hopefully the Blues can uh, live up to some of the hype that they're getting across the league. Uh, You know, when you don't live up to that hype, it's hard to get back up there. But here in St. Louis, we don't care. They're our team. And uh, we think they're going to have a very good season. Uh, They did a poll recently. And there's actually 30% of the people who took this poll that believe the Blues are going to get less points in the season than they did last year. But I don't think any honest hockey fan would think the Blues would have less points than they had last year. Now, I do understand some people think Winnipeg is going to be even better. There are people that think Vegas is going to be even better. But come on, guys. The Blues have to be in the top three or four teams in the Western Conference right now. Doesn't mean they're going to end that way. But right now on paper, they've got to be in the top four teams. So speaking of that Pacioretty trade, let's go ahead and get into that. Now, there were a lot of people that were thinking that somehow, some way, the Canadians were going to keep him and trade him maybe at the trade deadline. But I think most people in the, in the know in the NHL knew that was going to happen. The relationship up there between him, his teammates, the owner, the GM, the coach just had gotten to a point to where it wasn't very good at all. This is good for Vegas. Vegas lost a couple players, we know, via uh, free agency. They're trying to retool. They get Stasny. They get Pacioretty. And in my mind, guys, this guy's got several years left. He's not been happy up in Canada 
for a couple years. I know that for a fact because, as I said earlier, I have a contact within uh, the Habs organization who told me last year that uh, things weren't good in the locker room with Pacioretty. Not that he was necessarily a terrible person, but there was a little bit of a riff. He wasn't happy. The rest of his teammates knew he wasn't happy. He at first wanted a long-term deal and eventually said, no, I don't want a long-term deal with the Canadians. I want to be traded. And uh, my contact told me he would be traded before the season started, and he was. He was traded to the Golden Knights. Uh, the Canadians get uh, Tomas Tatar. I guess he's an okay player. He played for Detroit uh, last year and was traded to, to Vegas towards the end of the season. In 20 games, he had four goals and two assists. Was a minus 11. So in my mind, you know, that's a big thing to me. A lot of people don't think it is, but to me it is. Unless a guy is going to score 30, 40 goals and then be a minus 11, that's one thing. But to score four goals and uh, 20 games and two assists and be a minus 11, that's bad. In 62 games with Detroit, he was minus eight. So combined between Detroit and the Golden Knights last year, he was minus 19. I think... Vegas isn't going to be too bad off of this. I also think the Canadians are getting a decent player. He's 27 years old. He's in the prime of his career. Is he going to score a lot? No. But I think the Canadians would be happy to get a left winger who might be able to give them eh, 15, 20 goals, which I see him getting 15 to 20 assists. So a decent player. And uh, I think they'll be fine with him. Uh, Suzuki, on the other hand, was a draft pick, a 2017 draft pick of Las Vegas, 13th overall. He's only 19 years old. He's a 5'11 center, decent size for 5'11, around 185 pounds, I believe. So I think the Canadians got a decent return. They weren't going to get a lot. I know when the Blues were talking to them for a short period of time, they were trying to get a lot. They wanted a Robert Thomas. They wanted a Costin. They wanted a Cairo. And they wanted a couple players, and I knew they weren't going to get it. I, I knew that for a fact. And according to my contact, Montreal, Montreal knew they weren't going to get that for Pacioretty. Now the thing is this: Will Vegas be able to sign him to a long-term deal? Last year, he, like I said, he's 29, 17 goals, 20 assists. Good player, very good player. Uh, he's been in the league around 10 years. His goals and assists are pretty even. I believe it's somewhere around 225, 226 goals. And his assists are somewhere in that 220 to 223 range. Uh, So, you know, he's a decent guy to have on your team. His best years, of course, were the 2013-2014 through the 2016-2017 season. And you know when a guy's not happy, when he's wanting to be traded, when he's not getting along with the owner, he's not getting along with the GM, he's not getting along with the coach. And he wasn't getting along with several of his players. You're going to kind of go down in stats. I mean, just look at this guy. 2016, 2017, 35 goals, 32 assists. 2015, 2016, 30 goals, 34 assists. 2014, 2015, 37 goals, 30 assists. 2013, 2014, 39 goals, 21 assists. I would expect with the players that Vegas has now, uh, they got Stasny. He's a good center. Uh, you know, second, third line type center. Pacioretty is going to blend in well if he plays with Pacioretty. I think this is a very good deal for Vegas. And I'm going to tell you, McPhee, the GM out there, uh, when they named him their GM, 
I knew Vegas would be good soon. I didn't know they were going to be that good that soon. But McPhee's a great, great hockey mind. Knows how to draft, knows how to trade. Just needs money behind him, a good team behind him, and he's proven he can do it. I mean, hell, he was a GM of the year last year, and he, he deserved it by far. I don't care what anybody says. He deserved it by far. I'm expecting Pacioretty to probably be close up to 30 goals again. 30 goals and 30, 35 assists, 65-point guy. Hey, you can't complain about that, especially what they had to give up. Are they going to be able to sign him? I don't know, because according to my contact in Montreal, he was wanting somewhere between 8.5 and 10.5 million. It just depends on who you talk to. Uh, my contact said some people within the organization told him they asked for 8.5. Others told him no, it was much more, around 2 million more, and he wanted it for five or six seasons. And I think somebody out there would probably pay him 8.5, 9.5 million dollars. Is it going to be the Golden Knights? I don't know. We will have to wait and see. I know everybody's excited. Everybody's getting ready for the hockey season. Training camp happens in a couple weeks. Hope everybody can go down and see it. If you've never been, please go. It's fun to watch the players. Some of these guys, of course, you won't get to see in a Blues uniform this year. Some of them you will. You'll get to see your normal players. You'll get to see the new guys they added, the Bozak, and of course, uh, O'Reilly. I've already ordered my uh, jerseys. I've got a couple O'Reilly jerseys I'm going to hang up uh, in my studio. I'm going to start having a YouTube show as soon as I can afford to do so. It's uh, really hard to do that on, a, on the budget that I'm on. And my, so to reach this goal, I've started something I never thought I would do. I started a Patreon account, and it's going to help me greatly, guys, to be able to get the YouTube show going. We'll have weekly shows. We'll have a special show for just patrons that uh, you guys can send me questions. We'll talk live. Should be a ton of fun for everybody out there. So we can really look at highlights. We can look at players. We can break down plays. And we can have a great time talking about the Blues and the rest of the NHL. Let me give you the website for the Patreon account. www.patreon.com forward slash the drop hockey podcast. That's patreon.com forward slash T-H-E-D-R-O-P-H-O-C-K-E-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Any money I get from you guys will be greatly appreciated. I'm a very appreciative person. And of course, we're going to have giveaways uh, when we reach certain goals, when we reach a certain amount of subscribers. We'll have giveaways such as hockey pucks, jerseys, not just blues jerseys. So it should be a lot of fun. And while we're on the subject of things you can do on the web to find the drop, Drop Hockey Show is where you'll find us on Twitter. My next show, we're going to talk about who I think is going to be the top teams in the Western Conference, top teams in the Eastern Conference. I'm looking forward to doing that. Been doing a lot of research. I've been really busy, and I think it's going to pay off for a great show, guys. I want to thank everybody for joining me again for another episode of the Drop Podcast. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, stop biting your nails over the Traverse City games, get ready for the regular season, and let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Drop Podcast. If you want to download this episode, past episodes, or subscribe to The Drop, you can find us online at droppodcast.com, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. 
You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast. For more information about Lineup Media FM or the Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com or lanceD at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.